Hey there, sit down, make yourself comfortable, and grab a cup of tea. Welcome to the 20th episode of Thea's Tea. Thanks for tuning in. Wow, 20 episodes already. I cannot believe it. That's insane. But thank you so much for sticking through with me and listening to my episodes. It means a lot. So for this week's episode, I am drinking some berry tea. And I think that is probably the most standard flavor of tea. And you cannot go wrong with it at all. I've loved it ever since I was a little girl. And I think you really can't go wrong with it because any brand can basically nail it. I think that whenever you're in a new place and you're offered tea and you don't know which brand they have or you're gonna like it or not, I think berry tea is just the way to go. It's always gonna be good. It's always gonna be just that staple that you can always rely on. So yeah, I'm very pleased to be drinking it today. Didn't know we had, but (laughs) we did. So that makes me happy. And I'm drinking it in this ginormous Starbucks mug. I never use that mug, honestly, because I think it's way too big and I don't usually drink that much. But I thought that since I love this tea so much, it could probably work out. (laughs) So yeah. So for this week's life update, I have four points that I want to talk to you guys about. The first one is a little realization I had the other day, and it's if you're not willing to do the little things to work towards your big goal, then why are you even doing it? So I think a lot of us can have like very big goals, ambitious things that we want to achieve, and they obviously require a lot of work. I mean, why wouldn't they? Anything good in life requires a lot of work or else everybody would have it. So I noticed that a lot of the time we can be lazy and just like the small kind of boring processes that you need to get done, we can oftentimes like avoid them or not want to do them. So I realized recently if you're not even able to do those simple little things which aren't even that hard, you just make them like this huge task in your head. Why are you even doing it in the first place? Why are you working towards this goal if you're not even willing to take out the time to do the tedious tasks or fill out the paperwork or whatever it is? You know, it's part of your goal. It's part of your dream. And it's not that glamorous part that you could have imagined, but it still needs to be get done. And you're not going to reach your goal if you don't take the time to do those administrative or whatever tasks that you need to do. So it's just something to think about Obviously, it's not the center of your goal, but you need to be willing to do that to be able to achieve it. And if it is so overwhelming that you can't even think about it, then maybe it's time for you to reconsider your goal. It's just an interesting realization I had, and I think that, I don't know, maybe some of you needed to hear it. It's just an invitation to take a decision and be like, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. I should be fully invested in my goal, so I shouldn't be afraid of doing these little boring tasks or you know what? I get what you're saying. Maybe if I'm dreading all of this work, it's a sign that I shouldn't be doing this in the first place. And both scenarios are valid. This is just a little way to highlight that it's important to be aware of that and take a decision and be fully invested in that. Because if you're just like in the middle, in the limbo, then it's going to really be difficult for you to get somewhere. So you really just need to know where you stand and either be fully invested in your goal and do everything it takes or give up on it. And both of those things are okay. You don't have an obligation to commit with everything 
And if you're not doing something wholeheartedly, then it's probably best to step back. My next point is that, okay, basically I have a Finsta and I have a whole lot of fun on there. <laughs> Last week I did like a little questions activity with my friends and I honestly wasn't expecting them to ask me anything, but I got a lot of questions and it was fun to think I was an influencer for a day and really interact with like all of my friends. And it was so awesome because like my top DMs were just with some of my favorite people on earth, which I don't talk to that often. So it was really nice to like reconnect with all of my friends and basically I got a request to do a room tour and my room's not that big yet somehow I managed to film an 11 minute IGTV all in one take showing my <laughs> entire room and every little detail and it was so awesome because I thought nobody would watch it but a bunch of my friends did and I got such a fun like positive response and it was really nice to know that I was in a space where I could talk about literally whatever I wanted to and that people would be willing to listen willing to support and I just it really reminded me of the amazing people I'm surrounded by, the amazing support system I have. And I don't want to sound like I'm bragging, but it's important to talk about it because I know that in the past, I have definitely felt ungrateful for the people in my life. But recently, I've just been showed that I have some really awesome people in my life and that I should be really thankful. So yeah, it's just a little situation that made me realize so many amazing things. And I encourage you to be grateful for those who surround you, even if they're not perfect, even if bad things have happened. I would focus on that so much in the past, but now I've just been like, whoa, thanks to an IGTV of my room tour, I realized that these people really care about me to the point to watch an entire video of me just talking about nonsense. So something else that happened in the past week that I wanted to talk about was that there was a specific day in the week where I used my phone so much more than I normally would, and I noticed that had a direct impact on my happiness and it went down i was really upset that whole day because i was just constantly glancing at my phone feeding off of every notification and searching for every little thing that was happening and it was just such a toxic place because i was desperate to see everything that was going on and i don't know what got into me i've been really good with that for the whole quarantine and it was just really dangerous and I started spiraling because I think it was probably one of the worst days I've had mentally in the past five months. I've been sad, I've cried, I've been stressed, but this day I was just feeling so empty, so lonely, so like lost in the world and it was really scary. I do think some other factors contributed to it, obviously, but something that worsened it without a doubt was the fact that I was on my goddamn phone so much. The phone can bring you positive things but as I said and I was aware of this when it was occurring my mindset was really not positive. I was just feeling like I depended on that like I relied on everything that was happening on Instagram scrolling endlessly and I could have used my energy in a more positive way or consuming content that would make me happy or spending time with my family or reading or I don't know doing something that would affect my mind in a positive way but instead I was just in this really toxic habit the whole day and it was kind of like a feeding relationship because I thought it was going to make me happier, but it didn't. So I thought that I just needed to do it more and so on. So it was kind of like a vicious cycle that didn't help me at all. So the next time you're feeling sad, I think you should ask yourself what you're going to do with that. It's okay to be sad and I'm not telling you to repress it, but 
if you're feeling sad, like what are you going to do? Are you going to do an activity that's going to make you even more sad? Or are you going to do something to distract you for a bit or to possibly bring you more joy if you're ready for that? Or are you going to think about your feelings? But scrolling endlessly through Instagram probably won't have a positive impact and it'll just make you feel worse. And like, what's the point? It's not going to make you deal with your feelings. So I just don't recommend it in that situation. Lastly, I wanted to mention something really awesome that happened to me this week and I have talked about it before on my podcast, but I am really involved in MUN and I have been for like the past three years and if you're not familiar with it, it's basically where schools do this event where they represent a model of the United Nations. So students will debate, they'll represent different countries, you'll have presidents which are like a bit of a higher rank and they know more about the topics and they regulate who speaks. And then the maximum charge is secretary general, like in the real United Nations. And each year my school selects the new secretary generals, which are in their last year. And since I'm approaching my last year, we had elections the other day and it was so, so, so nerve wracking. I was an anxious mess for over 24 hours thinking about the daunting thought. And I got elected, which was such a happy moment for me. It's been my dream for the past three years and I've worked really hard for it. Taken so many decisions kind of like surrounding that, that would help me. And, you know, I've made sacrifices and I'm so glad that I did it and I'm really grateful. I learned a lot from that experience and it's just that actions say so much more than words. I've been participating actively in this whole world for many years and I think that just really showed and the people who were voting were just aware of that to the point that they knew who they needed to vote for. So I was really stressing about like the speech that I would have to give and everything and obviously I did work hard on it but deep down I knew that my actions would speak more and that these people knew everything I had done for MUN. So yeah, you know, if you're anxious about anything in your life right now, what needs to happen will happen and people will notice your efforts if you're doing something that depends on their vote. So I have faith in you. I was doubting <laughs> in my faith within myself, but you know, eventually I proved to myself that I could do it and it was just such a happy moment. I feel like I'm still in the clouds. I'm so happy about it. It's just, it's a dream come true. And yeah, you know, it's something that I've been working for for so long and I'm really glad that I achieved it. <laughs> so I just wanted to share that with you guys because it's a big thing that happened in my life recently. So many of my hours in the upcoming months will be devoted to that and I am so happy about it. Moving on to my weekly favorites, this week I bring to you a podcast, an online creator and a quote. So let's get started with the podcast. It is called TEDx Shorts and it's basically a daily podcast that has fragments of different TEDx talks and it's just like five, six minutes of a really easy idea to digest and it's something that will open your eyes a bit more. It's tips to apply to your life, fun facts, research that has been done, just a little bit of everything as TED is, which is so amazing. And I love it because it's super short and you can incorporate it very easily to your routine while you're doing anything else and just have this new insight that will shed light on a different situation of your life. So you'll learn from it and yeah, it's just such a great way to commemorate some of the best TEDx talks in the world. My favorite online creator for the week, and boy am I excited for this one, is called Michelle B. She is a YouTuber that does short videos every week about how to improve your life, how to get 
where you want to be how to be more conscious about the life you're living and grow and improve and kind of the push you need to be better. So I think that if you like this podcast, you will definitely love her channel. It really just reminds me of content made with an impact because each video she makes leaves me thinking for the whole week until she releases a new one. And even longer, I still think about a video that she made three weeks ago or more about making conscious decisions and it's just so important because a lot of the content I consume is just momentary, I guess. I focus on it while I'm watching it and that's it. But with Michelle's content, I really feel like it sticks with me and she is so straightforward about what she needs to say and she gives you very specific advice to apply to your life and is just very awesome for you to be able to work on yourself. So yeah, I definitely would recommend it if you are passionate about personal growth and self-development because she really knows what she's talking about and she's learned so much throughout her life that she's so willing to share. I'm also subscribed to her newsletter and it's it makes me really happy to receive those things in my inbox. You know, sometimes emails can be boring, but I look forward to reading what she sends out. So yeah, I would definitely recommend her. Her Instagram, every platform is just amazing. She needs to get a podcast because I would listen religiously. Finally, my quote is failing doesn't make you a failure. This is something I need to remind myself constantly because one single thing does not define you as I talked about in my episode on self-worth. One bad thing doesn't put your whole life to waste and it's so important to remember that because I easily lose sight of it. I can fail one exam and then just burst into tears, think that I am a waste of space (laughs) and just have my mind go to all of these negative places. But you have to remind yourself that you have so, so, so many other achievements. You make such a big impact in the lives of your loved ones. You've touched other people and you have so many values. And there's just so much more to a person than one specific thing that went wrong. And I think that this is a message that I try to promote very much on my podcast. But I can never say it enough because I know that I struggle with it a lot. And I'm positive that so many other people do too. So I just wanted to make sure that you receive this reminder. You are enough. You're doing good things. It's natural for us human beings to mess up from time to time. So don't get too consumed in that. Now, beginning with today's episode, I am so, so, so unbelievably excited. You guys have no idea. I think this is such an important topic to talk about. So we are going to be covering feminism today and what it means to me specifically. But before we begin, I would recommend you guys to listen to the EF speech I wrote this year. It's basically a speaking contest. And this year we had to answer the question, what global problematic are you most passionate about solving? And I did it all about feminism. So I touch so, so many of the basics. And today I'm going to be diving a lot into a way that you can apply feminism in your day-to-day life but in that speech I talk about all of these global problematics that I definitely think it's important to have a little bit of context with so if you are interested it will be linked down below definitely recommend you check it out I worked super hard on it and it's five six minutes so it won't take you long I touch subjects including education the pay gap gender roles within family life violence against women, reproductive rights, underage marriage, everyday sexism in our lives, and the huge impact that cultivating women will have in our society. So yeah, be sure to check it out. Now onto why I am recording this episode right now. 
it's generally because I feel a calling. I want to be an activist. I really do. So I'm kind of navigating that, finding ways that I can promote messages, make people aware of stuff and so much more. So I figured that one really good way to start would be using my podcast, using my voice. And I really felt like I needed to draw attention to this topic. Honestly, I was putting it off for a while because I was like, no, 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 I need to be better informed. But the truth is, I will never know absolutely everything. And I think the best place is just to start, <laughs> really. And I wanted to talk a lot about my personal experience with this. So I'm going to be speaking with the heart. And if you want more informative content, then of course you can listen to my speech. But I think that this is a topic that's affecting me on the daily and I'm constantly learning and growing regarding it. So I would love to make this a series and make more episodes about this every so often where I talk about more things that I learn and more big <laughs> breakthroughs because what I'm talking about today definitely was a breakthrough within my life. So yeah, let me know what you think if you're interested in this because I'm definitely passionate about it. So as I said, today I'm going to be focusing on something that you can do really in your day-to-day -day life to apply feminism and that is something as simple as lifting other girls up. So I'm going to tell you a bit about my trajectory with it what I've learned, why I think it's so important, and more. So I really hope that this subject can help you. Also, a little bit of a disclaimer. I feel like a lot of the topics that I'm going to be talking about today can be applied to every human being on the planet, not only girls, but other genders as well. However, due to the huge inequality that there is towards women, I think that it's important to talk in the case of specifically women, but I don't want you guys to take this the wrong way. They're obviously global problematics and nobody's perfect. We all need to do a little bit of work. But today I just really wanted to take a little bit of my attention to feminism. This discussion is going to be very much a message of what I wish I knew when I was growing up. Something that would have really helped me and kind of like an older sister conversation, I guess. So please listen with an open mind and take my advice if you feel like it applies to you. Because it's something that was a challenge for me to be able to apply in my life. And that I'm really glad I have achieved because it has had many benefits for me. I'm going to be talking about lifting each other up as women because we simply cannot keep hating on each other. We cannot keep living the way we are doing so today. Common things that we see every day like girls fighting over guys or speaking badly about each other behind their backs or stepping over each other to get what they want is simply unacceptable and it makes me really sad to see that happen amongst us and to remember that I've done it myself at some point in the past. It's outrageous that we've sort of made this our image of ourselves and that this has become the norm. You know, it's really disappointing to think that we have sort of this stigma engraved in our brains and we kind of put up a barrier when we're with other girls because, oh, she could come after my man or, oh, she could betray me, you know? It's so sad to see that we've come to this point because it's happened so much that we now almost expect it. So I think that definitely speaks volumes and it's something that we need to seek to correct within our environment. We've all made mistakes in the past and we have probably come to these tendencies at one point or another but I just think it's so sad that women have been known to do these sorts of things and that it's like common culture and it appears in memes and it's just like become this joke where it's 
become so normalized for women to do these terrible things to each other. I just think it's really sad and I think it's taking a step away from where we should be headed. These negative attitudes affect so many girls on the daily and it's important to just become aware of those impacts. It really comes down to asking yourself if you would like to receive the treatment that you are giving other people. That's just a very simple thing that we are taught when we're little, but when I see these types of things, I question if people are forgetting it. And the reason I am talking about this in my specific episode about feminism is due to the fact that it's no secret that we are at disadvantage towards men. So the minimum we can do is stick together. So we shouldn't voluntarily put ourselves in a position where we're adding even more unfriendly faces to the equation. In a world where we face so many inequalities, so many injustices that men impose on us, we shouldn't turn our backs on each other because we're all we have. Once we recognize that we are facing so many discriminations just because we are women, that should motivate us to strengthen our relationship within ourselves to cultivate our bonds, to become closer, to support each other more, and to really build each other up. Because if we know that men, and I'm not talking for every guy, obviously, but a lot of men will not be there for us, then we should recur to the people that we do know have the same interests as us, that the people we do know want to be equal to men, that have the same goals as us. Just become closer to them and strengthen our relationship with them instead of tearing it apart with these terrible things that we can do all the time. We really have to realize that we need to stick together, we need to stand together, we need to be there for each other because in a world where so many people are against us, we need to be the ones picking ourselves up and helping each other and uplifting each other. I think that the first step to equality where we are right now is to strengthen the community within us because if we are not together, if we don't support each other, will kind of not be taken seriously because people will think that, you know, we can't even stick together within ourselves. So how do we want to achieve this level of equality? I think that what we can do now from our homes, from our schools, from any space we have to interact with other women is cultivate these good habits, these loving habits and create an environment for growth and for support and for love. And that will just strengthen the relationship we have with other girls so, so, so much. And even though there is something to be said for all of the things that men in positions of power impose on us, I think that there definitely is a problem within our relationships and how we treat them. So it's important to address that because it's something that we can do ourselves. We don't have to wait for anybody to pass a law or whatever. We can do it in our day-to-day -day life. And that's why I'm so passionate about making this episode because it's something that each and every one of us can do. You don't need to have this crazy position of power, but it's something that will lead us to equality that each and every one of us can do in the situations we are currently in. And this is a really beautiful thing because if you treat other girls well, it will ripple. It will create a ripple effect. Once one girl sees that you were genuinely kind to her, that you treated her with respect, that you did her a favor, that you helped her out in some way, she will be touched and she will be moved and she will want to do that same thing for other people. You really just have to live with your example 
and your actions will reach people. Trust me, I've been impacted by so many things that have happened to me and they have made me want to genuinely make some sort of change. So be mindful of the huge impact that your actions can have. And if they're positive, they will make the world a better place, as cheesy as it may sound, but it will just inspire other people to do the same thing as you did, to follow your example. And that will bring you so much joy because you did something good and it motivated somebody else to do something good. I want you to think right now of a situation where somebody has done something good for you and you immediately just feel the desire to spread that and to reproduce that. Because that's what happens when something good happens to us. We want to share it with other people and we want the world to have more of it. So I think that if you realize that amazing impact that a good action can have, you will definitely want to spread more of it because the same happens in the opposite scenario. If you do bad things to people, people will just want to continue spreading that negative energy and that won't take us anywhere. <laughs> so if you're conscious about that and you try doing good things for other girls, then they will be touched and they will continue doing that. And little by little, we can make the world a better place and we can strengthen our relationship with our sisters. We can get to a point where we genuinely feel like we can rely upon one another, like we're there for each other, like we have our best interests at hearts and it's not a competition, it's not the Hunger Games where we're all fighting and stepping over each other. It's just, I don't like to think that's the environment I'm living in right now. And definitely there have been some people who have proved me otherwise. And those are the people I'm grateful for because they inspired me, I changed my behaviors, and now I'm where I'm at today. So please remember that we on women can't keep hating each other. We need to strengthen our relationships and become fierce women that support one another and that are here to see each other grow instead of beating each other up. Following that train of thought, I want to mention a quote that absolutely transformed me and it is, a girl who is doing the same thing as you is not your competition, she is your sister. Now, as I said, this definitely had such a big impact on me because I lived my life for so many years feeling threatened by other people who wanted to do the same thing as me, who had the same goal as I did, because I felt like the world only had room for one of us and that is an absolute lie i can tell you right now there isn't just one position for ceo or one recognition for whatever it is you want there are so 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 many opportunities and obviously they will come as a bit of a challenge but other people should not be seen as these objects as these barriers that you absolutely need to kill and destroy you know, they're a part of the journey, they're a part of the process to achieve whatever you want to do. And sure, sometimes it may be a bit of a challenge dealing with them when you know that you need to quote unquote win, but they still deserve to be treated with respect. And at the end of the day, we're all humans and we're here to cooperate, to collaborate, to make a better world. Nobody can do it on their own. So you should never get rid of that ability of disposition towards others, being able to sit down and have a conversation, share your knowledge, share what you've learned. Beautiful things in life shouldn't be kept private. You shouldn't be selfish with the treasures you've found in the world. You should be willing to share them, willing to help other people. And I've seen people also be really closed off even when it isn't a competition, when it's just something they're doing and somebody else is interested. 
They don't want to share information or teach people the path. And I'm saying this because I have been there before. But as I said, there isn't just one place in the world. There are so many different spots to occupy. And if you're making a positive impact, then the more the merrier. Don't close those doors. Don't close those opportunities. Don't limit yourself and the possibilities that your idea can have. If you came up with something original, authentic, that is kind of like your little baby and other people are interested in it, then you should be able to spread it, to share it, to give other people the tools so that they can reproduce it and make more of this positive impact that you want to generate in the world. No big organization that we know today came from selfishness. It came from people wanting to share and wanting to produce and wanting to let other people help them. It's impossible for you to get to the top all on your own. You need to let other people help you and help other people too. We need to work together. We just, we need to. And once you stop seeing other girls as your competition, but as your sisters, instead, that will really just open all of these other possibilities where you're not scared to reach out for help or when you feel happy and proud of yourself and enjoy helping other girls and giving them the tools they need to succeed. You know, it's a beautiful feeling. So you're probably wondering how I managed to make that shift in my life. How did I go from this totally toxic unhealthy sad position to where I am now and that is because what I mentioned in my previous point and it is that I saw other people pick it up I saw other people have these behaviors and be so open so willing to help me and to guide me in a really selfless way where they just wanted to share these things with me because they were so passionate about it because they wanted the world to have more of what they were working on and it just transformed me seeing these other people live such fulfilled lives because they helped other girls was so astonishing to me and it was something i never could have imagined because even though i didn't know it at the time keeping everything to myself was such a big burden and when i was trying to hide everything i was doing or not give other people advice i was putting all this pressure on myself and it was so hard to keep up with whereas if you're an open book and you genuinely want to help other people that'll just come naturally and it will make you feel happy it'll make you feel whole and when you see all of these positive things happening you'll feel proud of it so yeah as i saw all of these important figures in my life with that attitude that was unknown to me that i had never seen before it really made me question where i was standing what i was doing with my life what decisions i was taking and how that was going to benefit me and the rest of the world so i realized that even though it would be tricky at first and even though it would be hard for me to let go it was what i needed to do to make the impact that i wanted in the world because it's really simple if you're doing something that you know is good then you should want more of it you should want the world to be a place filled with this amazing thing you're created not just limited and restricted to you so when you're unwilling to share it's probably because it's a position of greed because you want to be the only person with that title you want to be the only person recognized for that and that's really sad as i said it's exhausting to keep up with that and if you are genuinely passionate about the goal you're promoting even more than having that title you will be able to let go let other people join let other people pick it up adopt it whatever that is so that was a pretty tricky realization and as i said it took another person in my life and many people in my life to show me that behavior for me to finally be able to learn to pick it up so now i can say that i'm at the position where i help other girls where i'm not scared 
or I don't feel threatened to let other girls in on my little secrets and my advice. Because looking back in the position I was in before, it was just because I felt scared that I would get rid of my title or that I wouldn't be the only one anymore and that it would become something more common and I wouldn't be the only one. When in reality, I should have been more willing to do that and to spread my word because if more people catch on, then the world will just become that much better. So this came at a really interesting point in my life because when I started my podcast, I was I had already been on that journey for a while and so many people reached out to me and they told me that they wanted to start a podcast and my first instinct was oh but then you won't be special <laughs> and i immediately realized that i love my podcast and it brings me joy and i should be able to spread that with other people and if other people want to do that then i should be their mentor they're giving me the space to do that they're giving me the opportunity to teach them to share everything that i've learned to make it easier for them and why should I not? I fully believe in my mission and I think it's something that's changing the world for good. So I should be the figure in other people's lives to continue doing that. And I guess I can say I have become the person that I once looked up to so much because she had this amazing behavior of being open to helping others instead of being selfish. And this has also occurred when I see other people with my same dreams. I don't see it as a threat like, oh my gosh, you're going to take away my spot from college. It's just, hey, if you need help, if you need guidance with how tricky things can be, I've picked up a few tricks and I'm willing to share them with you if you ever need it. We're both in this together. We're in the same boat and we shouldn't be trying to knock each other off the boat. We should be finding ways to make the boat more profitable, to make it sustainable for both of us and anybody else who wants to join. We shouldn't be selfish with our resources. This also comes to play with any type of sharing knowledge, whether it's helping somebody for a test or sharing something that you learned about a specific topic. You shouldn't be selfish about that. You should be happy to share it with other people if it makes you happy. I also felt this a lot with like an artist when I had a song or an artist that I discovered and I really, really liked it. I just wanted it to be special for me. I didn't want to share it with anybody. But then I realized this is a good thing. This is something that makes me happy. So why am I shielding it from the rest of the world? It's not my job, you know? I'm not the boss of it. And the more people who can discover it, the merrier. So I don't know if I rambled a bit too much there, but I just genuinely feel such a big connection with this topic because I went through a very personal journey with it and that's what led me to want to record this episode. It's sharing this huge breakthrough that I had that made me a happier person, a person who's free, a person who doesn't feel like she's constantly being pulled down by the desire to stand out in every aspect, but more so share that love, spread that joy. And if I know that I'm working for a positive cause, it's more valuable to have more dedicated people than just one person who's trying to do it all, okay? Nothing big ever comes out of that. The last thing that I want to touch on and a little bit of a message that I want to leave you guys with is don't be afraid to reach out. If you want to become friends with a girl, if you want to come in contact with somebody, if you have a question, don't be afraid. I used to be very shy and even if I saw this nice girl who I wanted to become friends with, I got so consumed in wondering how they would perceive me and they would probably think, oh my god, she is so desperate. Like, why is she opening up her heart to me? That is so uncool. I used to think that what was cool was pretending like you didn't care, like nothing mattered to you and then people would start wanting to be your friend. But now I realize that 
I am more naturally drawn to people who make an effort, to people who seem nice, to people who seem kind and not those who seem super arrogant, super rude. So that's one very simple thing that I've observed. Like those dumb things I was so concerned about are really ridiculous now that I look back. Putting myself in a vulnerable position to get close to somebody is such a brave thing. And that's what I didn't know back then. It takes a lot of courage to walk up to somebody without knowing if they're gonna laugh at you, ignore you, talk badly about you afterwards. And I really admired people who were able to do that until I became one of those people and realized that it could be so, so, so beautiful because now I'm in a position where I can make friendships for myself. I am used to DMing girls when I want to get close to them or checking in on the friends that I do have and not feeling embarrassed about showing interest. I have learned to respond to stories to my friends and keeping contact through there and I've learned to carry out conversations. All these are things that before seemed impossible to me because I wasn't even able to walk up to somebody I didn't know and start up a conversation. But now I'm able to do all of these things, create new friendships frequently and take really good care of the ones that I already have. Now I have learned to appreciate vulnerability and when somebody opens up to me or shows me that they want to be their friend I don't look at that in a ridiculous way well actually I never have but I realize now that nobody does it just takes so much bravery to put yourself in the position and I admire people who do that I don't look at them as weak or dumb I think that it's something really cool to do and those are the types of people that I want to have in my life so through several years of pushing myself in social scenarios to talk to new people not feeling ashamed of texting somebody out of the blue learning social skills and conversation topics that would make for human connections and deep human connections all of those things contributed to who I am today and to being a person who is not afraid about what other people will think of me when I'm starting to create a new friendship. And I think that's so important because I look back to all of the years which I could have invested in meeting new people all of the time and gaining new friends and making new connections and having a better support system, but I just closed that door on myself because I was too scared about what they would think. Now I know better. Now I know that so many good things can come from this. So my invitation to you is to not hesitate. I feel honored whenever I'm approached by anybody, whoever they may be. It's like, wow, you took the time to think about me and you want to become a person in my life. I just, I think that's so amazing and I don't see it as lame because this person is showing interest. When you grow up, you really realize that interest is what you need. It's what you need to make a relationship work. No relationship thrives off of people pretending they don't care. You need people to invest time and energy and when they show it, it makes them that much more attractive and not even in a, ro in a romantic way, just within friendships. When I see a girl who is willing to make the effort to maintain a conversation or a relationship with me, I'm attracted to that. I want my life to be filled with people who have the same amount of passion as I do in making things work and in having friends and in building a support system, not just people that don't care and won't text you out of pride. And like I explained in the last case where I was talking about not being selfish with the information you have. Here it's the same. I saw people who were really outgoing and who always made new friends and I was like, wow, I really want to be able to have that for myself. So I started working towards it. And it was in that process that I made all the realizations that I've shared with you guys today. You know, and it's really scary. It's scary approaching a stranger in a room full of people you don't know because you want to have friends. It is, but good things will come out of that. And 
The occasions I have been rejected are very, very few. I can't even think of them off the top of my head. But that just goes to show how open people are. And a lot of the time, they're just as scared as you are. If you're in a big party with a bunch of people you don't know, they're equally as nervous as you are. They also want to make friends, but they don't know how to do it either. So it really just takes a little bit of bravery to walk up to them. And you'll see that Most of the time, they're really open and they're happy to be approached. So it's important to keep that in the back of your mind when you're concerned about these types of things. And I genuinely invite you and push you to do this decision for yourself. If you're shy and you want to make more friends, just it takes five seconds of bravery to walk up to them and start a conversation. And even if you're virtual, you know, you can talk to a friend of a friend or respond to a really cool girl's Instagram story. And all of that will contribute to strengthening the bond with women all around the world and making us feel like we are supported by one another. To conclude, I wanted to leave you guys with these very specific points. So hopefully you can take them away and apply them into your life. Number one, stop hating on other women in a world where we receive so much hate, any love we can give should be empowered, should be strengthened, should be encouraged. So call yourself out when you realize you're treating another women badly or you're doing something you wouldn't like to receive yourself. So just be mindful of that. It takes everybody to build a stronger culture of women and stronger bonds. So if you can be more conscious of your actions, that will definitely have an impact. Two, support your sisters. If you're doing something good that you're proud of, you should want the world to have more of it. You should not restrict yourself and others. Don't be selfish. If another girl is in need of help that you can provide, go ahead and give it to her. Building a good community of girls all around the world who are there for each other is based off of knowing that you can trust them. And that comes from you helping them and knowing that in any situation, they'll help you back. And three, don't be afraid to reach out. Only good things can come from it. And what's the worst case scenario? They're mean to you or they never talk to you again. That, I think, is a small price to pay for all of the benefits that you can get from reaching out to a girl and becoming friends with her. So yeah, those are my main takeaways from this episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. It's a topic that I feel really, really strongly about. So I would love to hear your guys' opinions, what you have to say about this, anything that you want to add. I would want to continue doing these types of episodes in the future, talking about different aspects of feminism as I make more breakthroughs (laughs) like this one. And yeah, I hope this content definitely reached you in some type of way and that it made an impact on your life, hopefully. For this week, I will not be reading a review. Make sure that you leave one on Apple Podcasts. You can go over to my podcast Instagram at the SD Podcast, and I have a highlight called Review with a step-by-step tutorial on how to give me a review on there, which I read at the end of every episode. Or you can also send me a voice message through Anchor or to my Gmail. They're both linked down below, whichever you prefer, and I will feature it here. I love interacting with you guys and hearing your opinions on the podcast or any suggestions that you have. So do not hesitate (laughs) applying what I mentioned in this episode. Don't hesitate and do any one of those things that you would like. I will see you all next week with a very exciting episode. Bye! Well, that's about it for this episode. I would like to clarify that I am not a specialist. Everything I share is based off of my experience and what I've learned. Don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram at theastpodcast. 
I'm very active on there. It's a visually aesthetic platform built with interactive spaces for us. Please tag me on your stories and send me pics listening with your tea. Also, please rate, review, follow, and subscribe. <laughs> Whatever your platform lets you do, it would help me out a lot. Because reviews are the only way I can start growing, getting recommended to new people, and being included in rankings. Plus, I read reviews here, so if you want to be featured, be my guest. Go ahead and spread this episode with any friends or family you think will like it. I would love it for you to share your thoughts on this podcast. You can send me a voice message directly through Anchor or through my email, theastypodcast at gmail.com. You can reach out for business inquiries and set up sponsorships through there as well. Make sure to check out the show notes. There's a bunch of fun stuff listed down there alongside with links to everything I mentioned here today. Remember, you can join me every Thursday for a new episode, including the last one of every month with a guest and an additional bonus Q&A every month. Thanks for tuning in. Have a beautiful week. Mm -hmm.